2.12 Who does not speak of luck? And who does not acknowledge it because he speaks of it, and because he knows something about it from experience? But who knows what it is? That it is real cannot be denied, because it exists, and because it is encountered. And something cannot be real and be encountered without a cause. Yet the cause of this something, or luck, is not known. Lest luck be denied simply because the cause is unknown, however, take dice or playing cards and play, or talk to people who play. Do any of them deny the existence of luck? For they play with it wondrously, and it with them. Who can succeed against it if it is adverse? Does it not then laugh at prudence and wisdom? When you roll dice or turn over cards, does it not seem to know and direct the rolls or turnings of the wrists to favor, for some reason, one player more than another? Can the cause be due to anything other than divine providence in outmost effects, where, through constants and variables, it acts marvelously in harmony with human prudence and at the same time conceals itself? People know that pagans of old acknowledged fortune and built a temple to her, as did also Italians at Rome. Concerning this fortune or luck, which, as we have said, is divine providence in outmost effects, I have been granted to learn much that I am not permitted to divulge. From what I have learned, it has become apparent to me that it is not an illusion of the mind or trick of nature, nor something without a cause, for this has no reality, but that it is visible testimony that divine providence is present in the least particulars of a person's thoughts and actions. Since divine providence is active in the least particulars of such unimportant and trivial affairs, how then not in the least particulars of affairs not unimportant or trivial, affairs that are matters of peace and war in the world, or of salvation and life in heaven?